And welcome to another episode of the Philly Brocast. I am your host, Ryan. And I'm Ryan. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What's going on tonight? How are you? Beautiful day, beautiful day, beautiful day. Love it. Yeah, you know, it turned out uh, it was kind of a crappy morning, but man, did it turn out real nice today, huh? Absolutely. Got outside, played some hoops. Loved it. It What What more can you ask for? Uh, speaking of, uh, what more can you ask for? Uh, we're actually going to start with the Phillies tonight. Um, they have been on fire as of late, winning nine out of 10. They won last night against those pesky Miami Marlins who, uh, we always seem to have some issues with, but, uh, they were able to win it, uh, walk off Reese Hoskins. His first walk-off hit, by the way, which I found astonishing. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised they were able to, to beat uh, the, the Marlins, especially having their you know, basically their best pitcher on the mound. Uh, they find ways to win during this uh, streak, you know. So let's hope they can keep it going. But what's uh, you know we had always been talking about, oh, well, we don't need to, you know, mid-June or, you know, whatever, when we need to start talking or worrying whether or not we need to, you know, be worried about the season or be excited about the season. Uh, You know, I know we said we kind of pushed it to midway, but where are you at right now after this nice little win streak? Um, Still at the level of concerned. Um, You know, you're you're still missing pieces. Uh, I believe we talked about it before, you know, center field. You know, you're missing pitching. Right. Um, but overall, I'm pleased. I'm very happy. But, um, you know, honestly, it's one of those situations where I'm pessimistically optimistic. But I, I don't know if that's how it goes. Uh, <laughs> I got a top fan badge. You have to acknowledge Pride Month. Yeah, absolutely. Happy right. Pride Month, everybody. That's fine. We're, we're, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, you know, on my personal page, I posted something, but, uh, yeah, hey, Dylan, you, you do you, man. You're, you're a top fan, so, just, these are the perks. Yep. Wear the these badge of honor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, you were saying. It's <laughs> okay. No, but overall, you know, there's a lot to be excited about, especially the way Bryce is hitting. I mean, 15 home runs, batting 318. I mean, just a monster. Forty-six RBIs. He's he's been a beast. The way Didi's been hitting. I mean, he's been one of the reasons why this team has been so, you know, on fire of late. I mean, he has been a spark to this team. Um, and then yeah, it's good to see Reese get his uh, get his first walk off of any fashion, which is right. cool it's and fun. It is random. kind of surprising, right? But then again, the way that his career has been so far, it's also not surprising. <laughs> He's consistently inconsistent. So, um, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, so the 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 pitching is still a question mark for me. Um, you know, you, we just lost Segura until what? Yeah, Mid August. He just got pushed from the ten to the sixty day. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, uh, that's that's going to be tough. Because there's, you know, a little bit of hitting, a little bit of D, 
I know people are like, oh, his defense is really not that great, but you know, it's still a, an all-star. That's like you're missing from your team, essentially. Yeah, and 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 you know, you've been trekking up kind of a a random uh, infielder, if you will. Uh, none other, you know, perfect example tonight, uh, Yara Munez, uh, who they, um, essentially they just, uh, they just, uh, acquired and they basically brought him up. Uh, they sent down Mickey Moniak, uh, which, you know, uh, it's, it's unfortunate. It's one of those things where like, I get it. He's not doing the best right now, but like. Let him be up here and let him struggle. Let him, let him work it out. Uh, yeah, so I keep. If if you don't mind, I'm sorry to interrupt, but if you don't mind me posing this question, and I feel like it's kind of obvious, but like considering the team is hot and he is like very low production, you right. would have to imagine that you send him down because it might hurt the team. This is not really the time to like test out players. I understand well, where you're coming from, that. by the way. Yeah, no, I, 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 I got that. I, I just think you, you're, you're messing with him too much. You gotta, gotta let him be a big leaguer. Let him go through the struggles. Like, you know, have faith in him, and he'll figure it out. And let him join this team in, in production. I, I just, uh, again, I don't understand what this Munoz kid is going to do. That you know, being on the squad rather than having Moniac right now. So, uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm glad they were able to uh, beat the uh, Marlins last night. You know, the, for whatever reason, the Miami Marlins has been a thorn in our side over the last God knows how long. And honestly, yeah. when, you really, when you really think about it, you know, if we would, would have – beat the, the Marlins as we should in, in, in many of the games, considering, you know, they were the worst team. We always seem to play down to them. But they really had an impact on us not making the playoffs the last couple of years. And that's that's because we couldn't beat this team. So if we can get over that hump, get get them out of, you know, out of our heads and, and, and beat them here, win this series again and win another series in a row – Considering we're also going to be playing Washington next, you know, again, this this hot streak of theirs could really continue if they can get over the mental hub of of the Miami Marlins. Yeah, it's it's been obviously baffling for all of our fan base, considering that, like you said, they are bottom of the barrel. Like they are not a good team overall, but they just kick the crap out of us every time. I mean, it's yeah. not even like, oh, you know, they, they beat us at the beginning of the year, but we got them back. No, it is not nah. all year, every time, every series, they they seem to pull it out. And I'm not sure what it is, if, if they just get fired up, if, if, you know, they have a rivalry with us that we don't really we don't know about. <laughs> we don't know about. I mean, there's probably some, like, bar down in Miami that's just like, we hate the Phillies so much. And it's like, why? I, right. But anyway, um you know, I, I couldn't agree with you more that th- this is an opportunity for them to continue this hot streak, continue their hitting, um, and really, again, like, get get fine-tuned on those fundamentals. Continue to work. Continue to get better. It's the sum of marginal gains. Uh, you just want to get 1% better every game that you're out there. 
And I mean, if they continue to do that and, and hit the way they're hitting, I mean, even even Schwarber, like he'll have his moments. He's batting two twelve right now. Two twelve. That's really not that great, but like he comes in clutch, and it's like oh, maybe yeah. he can turn it around. I mean, JT has. You were hating on JT for a little bit there. He's still <laughs> middle of the road, but he's he's not declining or going up. So I mean, he's he's right in the middle there at two forty four. Yeah. So I mean, well, so 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 just to a little a little Schwab's uh, knowledge. Uh, over the last seven games, he's batting three ten with seven RBIs. Um, over the last fifteen games, two seventy one. Uh, six home runs over the last 15 games, 12 RBIs. Like So the last two weeks, he's been picking it up and just getting hotter. And yes, you know, I think we obviously focus on the times where, you know, he may strike out with, with uh, you know, runners in scoring position and yada, yada, yada. But and one one ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like... He just whatever you know, like you said, he he tends to to come up clutch when we really need him. And like I said, he's been hot the last two weeks during this streak. So you know, again, he's part of the reason why they are where they are. But you know, at first, at first and foremost, it, it comes down to Bryce Harper. The man is tearing the cover off the ball. He is absolutely the leader on this team, and we are absolutely this team is following him into this you know uh, streak you know the fact that they won nine games in a row uh, after firing well eight after the firing the manager but nine total after firing a manager and bringing in somebody that nobody really knew about mr mr stone i mean there are so many memes right now going on i love this it. dude this guy uh, this guy I'm, is i'm rooting for him I am all for it. It, it. The one, the best one was the one that's like uh, uh, Thompson will come hold the door for you, say "Go Birds," and then uh, and then run you over in the park, Wawa parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. That's the type of guy that we want leading this team. one hundred percent couldn't agree more. So yeah. no, no, exactly. I, I think you know, and then and then all the stuff is coming out about about Girardi, where Castellanos said, yeah, I may have had one or two conversations with the man. Yeah. What? Brand new player on the team. Brand new player on the team. Good all-star player. And you don't even, you barely acknowledge him? No wonder, no wonder Cassiano said, like, I haven't really been comfortable here yet. Like, I'll I'll figure it out. But, like, you got to assume that that had uh, almost everything to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's what we were talking about. He's, he's, uh, there's a culture that has to be built up. And he, he was like a, you know, a poison to our, our culture. I mean, yeah. you, sometimes when you make that change, it can have a drastic effect. And we're seeing that clearly as of right now, he seems to be the issue or, you know, he seems to have been the issue and, it's fantastic. Also, speaking of fantastic, Miami's up four nothing already. They hit two two run home runs. So uh, I forget who did I speak, tonight. Did I speak too soon? <laughs> oh, it's Eflin. See, I I'm pissed that you know Eflin's struggling right now because you know he's been doing better and you know. It's that's another thing. Like we just paid him too, so it's like, come on, man, you gotta step up. But uh, 
Oh, dude, it's the you first know? inning. My God. I know. I know. That's that's what's tough. Now, uh, this is a great way to see what a manager, what type of manager Thompson is. It's like, are you going to let him stick it out? Are you going to pull him, you know, if he has another bad inning and just pull him after two and see what you got? It's like, we'll see. And I don't think Thompson's been faced with many decisions like this so far just because of the – uh, the way yeah, that we've been winning. Right. They've been hitting the cover off the ball, so we haven't really needed to to have him step in and, you know, do anything. Uh, Dylan checks in again. Uh, Bryce said the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. Then he woke up and realized we still have a noodle on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. That's mean, bro. Why is everybody hating on Jalen Hurts so much? Come on. Do you really have to ask why? I mean, I know why, but... <laughs> it, it's just, you know, it's frustrating because you know what you have and you're hoping for the best. With this team is not we don't run on hope. <laughs> like we have hope. We have high hope. If that was the case we'd win every year. There's yeah, so much like, there's so much blind hope in this city in the beginning of, that's of every the season. Thing. And now people are opening their eyes and being critical and then there's people like you like I ah, don't hate on Jalen Hurts. It's like, yeah, no, give him all the hate. So, okay. Take him to the haters ball. Hate, 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 you may not think he is the guy. You may not think he is a franchise quarterback. But as an Eagles fan, you cannot tell me that the best possible outcome for this team to be better and to get where they need to go, considering the assets that they have next year, that having him be the guy, or at least the guy moving forward, is not the best option rather than him sucking, crashing, and burning and not starting over again at the quarterback position. I agree. Yes. The the best thing for the team is for him to be the guy, produce, right. and you know get us to the playoffs and hopefully right. more than one, but at least one playoff win. Right. That is the hopes. But it's the way that we've been burned, man. I mean, you have to remember, like, we just got burned thinking that we had the guy. We had our franchise quarterback. So it's so, like, so why are you going to already just put up that because wall? Because we've seen, we, we saw what he has, and it's it's a lot but, of inaccuracy. I'm sorry, I don't it's accept that. That's not, that's not the Philly way. Guess what? You stick in there, you root for your team, not individual players. It's It's about... The front, not the back, right? He's the, he's the most important. It's the most. Important I understand he is, but I understand he is. But there's a difference between being critical and actively rooting against. And there is too much active rooting against him right now. I don't understand the active rooting against because technically it makes zero sense. We're we're not even in football right now, so it's like, what are you rooting against him in a seven on seven with with his own right. team, like? Yeah, I don't understand. I think, like, I, think I think them. we figured. I think we figured it out, though. I think people 
given the, the social media climate that we live in right now, I think people like being right more than they do about having their team be its best. People you, like love saying, oh, hey, I told you. I said Hurts would suck, man. He freaking sucks. Ah, ha, ha, I'm right. Like, people die to, to say that shit. It's well, that's so like rolling up, rolling the dice and saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna get more than a, I'm gonna get higher than a one." It's like, yeah, well, you have a lot of chances to say you're gonna get higher than a one, but you know, you've also seen that this guy can play, this guy has room to grow and has a good, a decent ceiling. It's just the minor things that you're you're looking for for him to change, uh, and that would make major major results right but the the people that are harping on this is that they're they're saying that what they're seeing the eye test is that he cannot get to that point he cannot get to a top 10 top tier quarterback he right, can't get there that's the what last, they're saying the last memory in their minds is the playoff game against tampa that's the last time they saw jalen hurts well, it was a it was a team loss that wasn't I, just I, I agree loss. i agree he, but he didn't play I, great I think it's more of the whole season. Just thinking about the season, thinking about the missed passes, the overthrows, you know, the things that we talked about multiple right. times. Right. Instead of instead why, of doing a, a check down or instead of getting right. rid of the ball, he tries to force it. But like player it. players can't progress? Players can't improve during an off season? I mean honestly, I am not comparing him to Josh Allen in any way. But Josh Allen was not that great of a quarterback his first two years. But he took an incremental jump. An incremental jump in year three. You saw what you had with Josh Allen, though. You saw the big arm. Has Hurts not shown, granted, maybe on a smaller size, those flashes that he can be a, a pretty good darn quarterback? I don't know if he's shown that he can Josh be Allen a, was inaccurate as all hell. But it's just, yes, those changes for Josh Allen were incremental and were small and were getting better from year one to year three. Sure. Jalen Hurts has leaps to go. Leaps, Josh not, Allen. not small steps. Josh Allen had leaps on with his, when it came to his accuracy, dude. Oof, he was, tough, he was horrendously inaccurate. He was horrendously inaccurate. In fact, I'm sure if I looked up rookie to rookie, second year to second year, stats-wise, Jalen Hurts would be right there with him. Well, it would have to be second year to second year because technically his rookie year was four games. So Four games. But I'm, I'm saying more of like the overall accuracy and placated over over full season. But uh, Yeah. Uh, let, 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 and I'm, again, I'm not saying that he is Josh Allen in any way. I am just using him as an example of somebody who was, who had issues, who who the fans were not thrilled about, and he took huge steps over the course of year two to year three. And that's where Jalen Hurts is right now. And everything that we have heard from every, you know, per, you know reporter that's been down there watching those, those OTAs and those seven-on-sevens has been saying, man, he looks crisp. Man, he looks great. He is reading the defense. He is staying in the pocket. He is hitting receivers in stride. 
Those were literally the things we wanted him to work on, and they are reporting that that is improved. And so the first, I, I love hearing it. The first two things, you know, you kind of take with a grain of salt considering it's seven on seven. It's right. Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, again, I'm not trying to hear, say he's winning the he's, Super Bowl. He's putting it in the bread basket. He's leading them. He's doing those things in which shows that he is improving. Right. That's key. Absolutely. So the rest is something that we're just going to have to wait and see, unfortunately. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, if you're telling me that this guy looked better this offseason compared to last, last offseason, then, okay, that's a step that actually had to happen and can lead to success. Absolutely. But the rest of it is you're getting chased down by somebody, you know, in the league, anybody in the league, you're getting chased down. You're rolling to your right. What do you do when a linebacker's staring at you? You think you're going to beat that guy, or do you just throw the ball, get rid of it, or do you, like those are the things right. that I right. wouldn't mind seeing. I, and I mean, I, if anybody tells me like, "Oh, he's got the legs, he's young," he's it's like, yeah, of course he does. But don't you want him to use that in a time when it's, you know, at, an actual play? Right. Wouldn't More you want to see it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I I agree. And uh, what up, what up, D? Uh, he says, "Yo, gents, what it be, uh, Bald Eagle, my man, uh, Mister Bald Eagle himself." Sean Cressman checks in. Uh, by the way, if you have not checked out his show every Wednesday, uh, please do so. Philly Sports Alliance live Morning. every day. And in fact, uh, Sean will be joining me and some of the uh, gentlemen from the Painted Lines right up there uh right after this we are doing the birds of the round table we're talking uh eagles top five plays so we each have kind of a video montage that we're gonna throw out there and talk about uh so check us out right after this uh bald eagle will be joining me uh he says improved deep ball yeah that's one of the many things that we said hey listen the accuracy on the deep ball has got to get better and i can you know, probably count uh, on two hands the amount of uh, tweets or saying, "Oh, Jalen Hurts just hit uh, uh, AJ Brown over uh, over Bradbury for a deep ball, uh, right in the you know, right in the hands." Like it, it, it's again, it's seven on seven. It's a little different. It means something else, but you got to start there, right? You got to start by being good in seven on sevens before you can start by being good in eleven on elevens in practice. And then bring you know bringing it to the game. So, uh, you know uh, the fact that no matter what you say, and listen, this is coming from me. I'm not necessarily a hurts guy. I'm still on the fence. I still need to see these things. I'm not hating though. I'm not actively rooting against the man. I want to see him take those steps that we've been talking about. I want him to to sit in the pocket and go through his progressions and go through his reads. I want him to to to. Throw the ball and lead the receivers. You have A.J. Brown right now who is a yak god. A yak god. You throw him the ball with a little bit of lead, boom, done. You have Quez Watkins. You throw him a little screen, boom, done. You have Devontae Smith. Same thing. Fast as all hell. You have the receivers that can get the yards after catch. 
You just sometimes need to lead them a little bit better to give them those opportunities. And if he does that and that alone, I think that will show leaps and bounds how much better he is this offseason. Just yeah. that alone. Absolutely. Um, one of the big things with leading the receivers, uh, the, the focus on the fact, like you were saying, with the yards after catch, but a lot of the time last year, and this happened a couple times with Dallas, this happened a couple times with Devontae, he put it in a spot where the guy can catch it, but not where he can progress. Right. And that's that's sort of what you're, you're well, talking about. Yeah, no, about that's 100, that is 100% to. what I am saying. Yeah. He can throw the ball and get it to the receiver. But you need to, to get it to the receiver so that they can move instead of just continue their out. route. Like most of the routes that these guys are doing are these crossing routes or these, you know, other other shorter routes that are designed for yards after catch. And if you are just getting them to them behind them or right right there, but where they have to adjust, you're not maximizing the play. And the play is supposed to be lead the receiver, lead them and let them go. And that's all, that is like one of the biggest things that I really want him to improve on. And I think we have the receiving core that if you do even moderately improve that skill, I think it's going to show leaps and bounds. You're going to see a lot more uh, yards from Smith, from Brown, from Watkins. And you know what? I think Hertz's numbers are going to get balloon up as well. So I am I'm really hopeful that that might be the one thing he improves the most on this offseason outside of going through progressions. I think that's obviously a huge one to me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just being smart. Just being smart with the ball. It's, it's huge. Um, he didn't really have a lot of issues, if I remember, with handling the football, if I'm not mistaken. Really didn't have too many no. fumbles, you know, too many no, I mean, it, it was no Carson Wentz, right? <laughs> no, that's, that's a fact. Um, but it, it's one of those things where the, you continue your progression. You continue to listen to your coaches, to other players, especially someone like AJ. Um, yeah, I mean, there you go. You need all around this team can can really fly and you know a better passing game can lead to a better run game a better run game can lead to a better pass game it's all kind of dependent so, on each other so it's it's a circle it's a circle yeah. it goes around it goes around it's a circle it's a circle no but uh, and the, the, the exciting thing about this team is that they have the 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 pieces in place right now and it and it and i get why there's a lot of pressure now on hertz to be that guy to improve to become a part of the conversation rather than oh well what's the weak point on your team oh, quarterback you know and yeah, let's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean like so if he is if he can if he can become like a top 12 quarterback top no third of the league you wouldn't keep him yeah, yeah absolutely a hundred absolutely hundred percent yahoo what's going on paul what's up brother 
Uh, Paul checks in. Uh, I see more catches slash yards from Devontae Smith. 100, uh, 1150 yards on about 65 to 70 receptions. Yeah, I think that actually that might be perfect uh, where he, he'll fall into. Uh, I think I'll see this. I disagree with AJ Brown with about 60 and about 850, but 10 to 12. All right, that actually makes up for the 850, so I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can imagine, you know, as you get towards the red zone, you're going to be using AJ a little bit more. Devontae yeah. showed that he can have that go-up-and-get-it type of catch and uh, yeah. the playmaking ability. But, yeah, with AJ and the big body and his ability to run routes, I, yeah. I definitely can see him being used a lot more towards that said- red zone. Got it. Another sixty to sixty-five, nine hundred and ten to twelve. My, okay, please. Well, please. If all those happen, dude, that's yeah. forget about it. That offense you're, is unreal. You're like greatest show on turf territory. Yeah, right. Um, let's I say uh, the painted lines checks in. What's up, painted oh. lines? What's up, painted lines? Base loaded for JT. Woo. Yeah. Come on, JT. Uh, come on, come on, JT. Listen, prove me wrong, that. brother. Prove me wrong, brother. Hold on. I'm uh, just going to reach back and grab my remote. I got to put this on. <laughs> I think he got out. Oh, to do a tumble <laughs> Why did you say that? Well, because I'm literally watching like the, the game cast of it uh, on, man, uh, on one of my other screens. So, Well, that was a valiant effort, JT. I hope there was uh, no outs. Uh, we'll see. Perfect response. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, so that end, did that end the inning? Yeah. It did, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Son of a... See? I told you. JT sucks! Oh, don't go there. Don't do that. I'm there. I'm living there. I'm living there. You can live there all you want, but... You're Dude, he's, your he's batting 242... His OPS is 679, and he only got three home runs. Pick it up, bro. We'll pick it up. That's what I told you. He he is a very consistent baseball player. He will yeah, pick it up. He's really sucky right now. Oh, yeah? Is that why he's yeah. one of the best catchers in the league? Mm, I feel like that was a long time ago at this point. Quez with about 35 and 6, a few TDs, and a few big plays. Uh, he also added uh, six to eight TDs for Smith. Now listen, so you're saying even on the low end, at 16, that's 26, uh, at about 28 just from those guys alone, passing touchdowns, you know, you're not factoring in, you know, Rager might get a few. Yeah, hell, he got a few last year. <laughs> he got a couple last year. Don't hate on Rags. I'm going um, to all year long. So that's that means, a guy that I will, that's a guy that I will consistently hate. That means <laughs> that means that means Hurts uh, is hitting uh, over 30 touchdown passes uh, for sure. Potentially, maybe even 35 if things go well. Um, but yeah, hey, I'm all uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I love I Paul's uh, I love Paul's enthusiasm. So I mean, if that's um, if that's where he should be, which is what we're talking about, making those leaps and bounds, then yeah, I mean, why not? Why not thirty plus touchdowns? Why not, you know, thirty five hundred plus yards? I mean, 
what's the what's the what's the standard now for uh, a quarterback? If you're a good quarterback, you're getting four plus, thirty-five plus. Yeah, probably I mean, thirty-five. Maybe? Thirty-five yeah. plus. I mean, like, if you want to be in that top tier, you know, 30, 35 touchdowns, and then thirty-five plus hundred yards. Yeah, hey, so it's, uh, Paul says exa- uh, 36 and 32. Yeah. So that hey, is exactly what we would need. And then seven or eight interceptions. Absolutely. Just wanted to welcome everybody in uh, from the Painted Lines uh, YouTube. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have partnered up with Painted Lines, a uh, fantastic group of, of, uh, of people. Uh, Philly, like-minded gentlemen. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we currently stream on their YouTube where a lot of you are popping in and we do appreciate that. I love all the comments. We have met many a great people, uh, from the Painted Lines YouTube, uh, chat. And, uh, I personally from the, uh, the discord that we have going on. Um, but, uh, they also stream on our Facebook. So it's a nice little partnership. Sharing the love, uh, trying to build each other up, Philly style. So uh, thank you very much for all of the love and support uh, from uh, the Painted Lines. Speaking of uh, Mr. Painted Lines, uh, as we really should be calling him, uh, Mr. Crockpot Media, how do you follow Will Smith in the mud? Follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> love dad jokes. Absolutely. Wait, do we, do we have another one? Uh, what did the baby corn say to the mama corn? Where's popcorn? Ah! <laughs> oh my god! I love excellent. that joke. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, how do you get a blind guy to see? Take him by boat. Uh, uh. That's messed up. How's that messed up? It's not really. That's why I said I'm counting the joint practices and preseason game stats for Hurts, too. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, that's nice. That's, that's messed up. That's messed um, up. I think it's time for you to mention one of our sponsors. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Got to, man. LaDestereen.com. Yeah, so uh, what Ryan, my good buddy Ryan is uh, mentioning here is the official sponsor of the Philly Sports Alliance. It's La Terrain Watches. Uh, go Head on over to www.la-terrain.com. You can see it down right there for the spelling. Uh, they sell exquisite watches, uh, accessories, sunglasses, you name it. They got some really cool stuff over there. High quality stuff for pretty pretty uh, reasonable prices, but even more reasonable when you use code PSA for site wide discounts. Uh, that lets them know that we sent you over there. So uh, yeah, head on over there, get yourself a fat watch, uh, and uh, just look better. You just use the term fat. fat. Yeah, a fat watch. Oh, all right. Well. That's- I'm just going to move right by that and uh, also mention. Six-pack coverage, baby. We got the swag. Thank you, Andrew, uh, so much. Um, Dripping swag, you. Yeah, seriously. 
So we have joined up with Six Pack Coverage based out in Tennessee. By the way, we do have to head down there because that would be cool to meet all the guys down there. Uh, but they are uh, a social media company. They do podcasts, um, not only just for sports, but lifestyle and travel and food and fitness and finance and you name it. They got something for you. Um, so head on over to sixpackcovers.com. Check them out. Check us out on there as well. Our brother network, CEV Sports, uh, based out of Philly, is down there as well. So we're kind of doing a little bit of a Philly takeover uh, in Tennessee, bringing all the Philly sports and love uh, down south. Uh, so check us out there. All of our shows can be uh, streamed directly from their website as well. Uh, and check out some of the other awesome stuff they have there. So, uh, But yeah, Ryan's rocking the, uh, the new shirt. Uh, we got a couple of uh, swag gifts this weekend. Uh, I forgot to wear mine today, but next time, I promise. I promise. Um, yeah. We'll let you go. All right. Uh, so now that we have transitioned uh, to being done with that, um, want to talk a little Sixers. The draft is going to be coming up real soon, even though the finals are happening right now. It's three to two, Golden State. The, the, the draft pretty much happens like immediately afterwards. Like, yeah. what is it, like three days, I think it is. Um, so, and speaking of draft coverage, uh, and I'll give them uh, not only another plug, but this is a true, true statement. These guys right here. If you ever wanted to know something about a specific prospect that the Sixers are, might be interested in at number, at number 23, head on over to lions.com or their YouTube channel. Uh, dude, they got... They got shows and just just highlights and just breakdown of, of these prospects. Uh, it's phenomenal job, honestly. My my hats off to them. They put in a lot of time and effort to to really put the the work in there. So um, I head on over to them to them for all your uh, NBA draft coverage needs. Uh, one final uh, dad joke here. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. <laughs> That's good. That is good. I love how they're always so bad that they're great. Uh, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Sixers, uh, the draft is coming up. There's been rumors of them trying to move Danny Green and the number one pick around. Um, not sure exactly what they may be able to get for that, uh, considering uh, you know Danny Green still owed what about ten million expiring contract. Won't be ready until midseason. Uh, so not a lot of value there, but again, if they can get that money off the books and, and kind of make it work, that would be great. Uh, you know, obviously there's plenty of rumors floating around of Toby and Bible and this, that, and the other. So, you know, it could be a pretty exciting night trade-wise for the 76ers as Daryl Morey is continuing to try to find that true third superstar. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's options out there. There's players that you just have to be, you know, willing to to make that move. And I am seriously curious right now on you said third superstar, right? I did, yeah. Joel uh, being number one. Who is oh, number hello, two? hello, Ethan from Twitch. How are you? We always love our Twitch uh, folk. What's up, Ethan? Who is uh, number two on your Harden. your superstar list? Harden. 
All right, so you want to pick up a third superstar. That would, you know, give you that big three mentality, big three type of right, uh, but team if, build. And if you have Maxi still on the team, you basically if have three and a you half. you have Maxi, yes. Right. But in order to get your big three. I don't agree. You might have to get rid of them, dude. I, I, you might. I, I don't think it's a, a necessity. Uh, Paul checks in uh, again. Uh, would a trade of Toby and Thibault for Hayward and PJ Washington make sense for the Sixers? I don't know how the money. You know, it's tricky because you always got to make sure the money works out. I know Hayward makes a decent amount of money, but yeah. I don't know if that necessarily makes you any better. It might make you a little cheaper. But I think Hayward's a little bit more, when healthy, a little bit more consistent than Toby, but. You know, P.J. Washington is a good defender. Um, he's not as young as Thibel, nor, I mean, again, the way Thibel defends, I haven't seen <laughs> many players. I mean, I, I, I think of, like, Bruce Bowen and players like that. Yeah. I mean, no, really, yeah. like, top-tier uh, defenders. But, like, honestly, I, I don't know if that'll work out. Uh, again, the money is always trickier than NBA trades. Uh, Paul says Maxi has to be number two over Harden moving forward. Not yet. That's Not yet. that's why I asked because Not yet. he literally transitioned into that star stat. I'm not saying superstar, all star, but into a star status in which this next year he only has to to go down. Right if down. he performs the way he did this year, I, I would. I would have to imagine him being an all-star. Hornets have two first-round uh, picks in the top 15, so maybe a swap of 23 in one of their first-round picks. Again, yeah. I mean, possibly, but again, I, I don't know player for player how that would be that beneficial. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Hayward anyway. And personally, I think we need to focus on getting more forwards rather than guards. We seem to have. Well, a, I mean, he can play. He can play small. Yeah, players, he's more of a three than a, than a two. So, you know, again, why why bring in somebody when you're gonna have them play not their best position? The health issues is a big thing. Well, yeah, the health issue is absolutely the, the number one thing. So, I mean, it's not uh, just a big injury. It's like he's had no, minor injuries. So, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so we uh, we'll have more to talk about that next week as the the you know the finals conclude. Uh, any you know any day now, but most likely before we'll right game seven should be if game seven happens that'll be hopefully not Friday. So yeah, we'll be on air right after game seven should that take place. So we'll obviously discuss a little bit about that, and then the draft, uh, like I said, is a few days after that. So uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll kind of break down. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a little bit more information as far as rumors go. But uh, we'll talk about it then. Uh, Flyers real quick before we get on out of here. Looks like they narrowed it down to two. Trotsy and uh, Tortellini. 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 So we all know which one we all want. And we all know which one they'll actually sign. Uh, but we wait and see and, until uh, until. Can happens. you afford yeah. either of them is the question. All right. Uh, yes. Hayward makes about 30 a year. Toby is... High thirties, so you'll you'll save a little bit of money with uh, with the move, but it's got to be within a range. But yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll see if the Flyers actually make a move by the time we're on air next week. 
Uh, again, don't forget right after this, Birds of the Round Table. I'm literally hopping off of here, hopping on to there. Uh, we're talking uh, top plays from the Eagles 2021 season. So join me, the Ball of Eagle, and uh, 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 Shane Half and uh, Dibes from uh, from uh, uh, Painted Lines. So those two guys, Painted Lines, us two uh, from the PSA Philly Sports Alliance. So I cannot wait to talk about that. Man, Paul has all of the information apparently. PJ, Dude, thank you, thank I've, you, Paul. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Paul with a uh, plethora of information. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Paul, good people. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we are heading out of here. Like I said, we got to get going. But uh, we loved all the comments. Thank you so much. Paul, of course, uh, bringing it hot. Mr. Crackpot Media himself. Uh, Ethan from Twitch. We love our Twitch people. Uh, Sean, the Pain Designs YouTube was checking in. Uh, Daryl, D-Rock, uh, Dylan in the beginning about uh, Happy Pride Month. Uh, so thank you guys. Appreciate it. We love all the support. We love all the, the likes, the follows, the shares. So keep doing that. You know, the more you the more you spread us around, the better it is. We're all just trying to build Philly up and make this the best sports media town there is. So uh, thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Uh, Finn, anything to add before we head on out? I usually have a trivia question for you. I wasn't quite prepared for one today. Um, I And the, the question that I'm going to ask might take you too much time. So we'll hit it next week. That's fine. That's not a problem. I'll keep my streak alive, I think. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's it for us. Thank you so much. We will see you guys next week on the Philly Broadcast. I am Ryan. And I'm Ryan. Peace out, bros. Ladder, bro. Go birds. Go Sixers. Go Phillies. Hopefully the Phillies can uh, chip away that lead, but uh, not uh, likely. 4-0, bottom of the second, two outs. There you go. All right, well, go Fells, go Sixers, go Birds, go Flyers. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you next week.